Jeez. That's how I'm saying it, Dupree. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I, think, I think every time that we do this, I think we should do like our own little spin and just see <laughs> how it sounds every how many How many ways, right? Well, that's where it came from is how many ways can you say, oh, girl, and get the conversation out. So that works. <laughs> oh yeah, for real. All right. Well, anyway, hello everybody and welcome back. Um, let me see. Let me check out. What did I do this week? Well, well, first of all, um, Jenny knows, but some of you guys may have and some of y'all may not know, but I do Uber Eats at night just to, you know, make ends meet. And, uh, had a good weekend, you know, very busy. I don't know what it was. We have, especially Sunday. I would think people would like go out. I mean, even though, despite the circumstances, I mean, social distancing and everything else, but, you know, they were home. So I was very busy. So good deal. Um, let me see what else. Hey. Right? Lots of I, laundry. I didn't do, <laughs> I didn't do, oh, wait, what did I, oh, I worked on cleaning out my storage room. Oh. It was, it finally had to happen. It's getting there. Yeah. I have. For all, for all of our listeners, um, with my theater background, I have a huge collection of costumes, props, set deck pieces, all sorts of stuff from uh, doing theater. And, and mm -hmm. in the future, hopefully when theaters yeah. can reopen, I'll do I some like more. It. And so when we moved in, it fit, there was this big room that was extra. It was an extra bonus room. And yeah. it all fit up there, but it, it's, it's exploded over the, like, the last year and a half of me being busy. So it needs to get cleaned up. But so, you know, but, but you know, but you know what, Jenny? That is my favorite room out of the whole house. Is that room? <laughs> Everybody loves that room. It's kind of like your imagination room. Everybody goes up there, and like I have like stacks of wigs, and you know, people love to go up there and look at that stuff. And I have like some home decor that I haven't. Yes, we've lived in this house three years, and there's still rooms that we haven't painted, so that. They're beautiful the way they are. I just want to paint them my way before I hang my stuff up. So I still have boxes of stuff that I miss. So it was nice to visit with like some of my pictures that I haven't hung and stuff uh -huh. like that and say hello to right. them. So they knew that I didn't forget but, them. Yeah. But you know what? But for me, Jenny, is it wasn't even like the wigs or anything like that. There's something about, I don't, I don't know whether or not it's the position of that room because the way that the light comes in, but yeah. I'm very peaceful. Like, honestly, when I come over, I, I almost kind of prefer to stay in that room. The only problem is I don't want to have to go downstairs, go down across the room, then back up another set of stairs just to take a shower and all that stuff. Right, so, right. Yeah. Because it is, you know what they call that room? They call it a frog. And it's a, what? wait, wait, I can't remember what it is, something, fourth room over garage, F-R-O-G. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a frog room, fourth room over garage. That's a Southern thing, I think, but I, cause I'd never heard of it, but the rental house we lived in when we moved down here had one of those. And then this one has one of those. Um, mm -hmm. So it's perfect. I just want to make more space. I have my, my um, treadmill up there so I can look out the window and walk when it's cold out mm -hmm. or whatever. But I just feel like now, because you know how I like everything organized and in its place. And when things are all exploded like that, I just don't feel good. Like my brain doesn't work. And so I'm like, I can't even feel like, I don't feel good even when I'm walking because I feel like I'm staring at like piles of stuff. So I'm like, all right. So I got it started. Oh, that was real Chicago. Did you hear that? All right. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, well, that goes right into the train that just went past my house. So, you know, kind of oh. get that urban feel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you anyway, know. so that, that was what I did. So, uh -huh. well, there you go. Mm -hmm. So, Jenny, what'd yeah. you do? <laughs> <laughs> I turn. thought you wouldn't ask. <laughs> well, in honor of, I was trying to think of what would be a good discussion 
um, to have right now because we are going to be talking about some things that we love and hate, and this kind of goes with what I love. But let me let me give you a sound cue to see if you guys know what this what kind of drink this one might be. God, I hope I don't spill it. Here we go. Wait. Can you hear that? Yes, that sounds delicious. That is, yeah, it's a shaker, which means it's a martini, but it is an espresso martini, which yumzilla. Um, <laughs> I love me a good espresso martini. Now, if you want to drink it the way I do, here's what we got. We got a couple of ounces of vodka. Now, you can just use regular vodka. I like Sky Vodka, but there is a brand that has a whipped cream flavor vodka. Hmm. For a little sweetness, yummy do. So you could use the whipped cream flavor, which I also have. Um, you need a half ounce of coffee liqueur. For those of you that don't know, that's Kahlua. That is the generic way of saying Kahlua, but I'll advertise for them because that's my favorite liqueur. So there you go. Mm -hmm. And then you use an ounce of uh, fresh brewed espresso, which is pretty strong, but delicious. And mm -hmm. I do not like ton of sweet. That's why like a whipped cream vodka would be fine with me or without. So some people can add simple syrup, which would be like putting sugar in your coffee, if that okay. makes any sense. Okay. But I do add a little bit of cream in there because I do like cream in my coffee. So that tastes like cream coffee. So you shake all that over ice and you strain it into a martini glass, top it with a couple of coffee beans and you are good to go. Ooh. So that is what I am here. I'm going to shake it one more time. Shake, 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 shake and uh, strain and cheers. Cheers to you. Oh, okay. Wait, you can still have this. It will like uh, Shalane is lactose intolerant. I Just don't put, don't put the cream in there and you're okay. fine. Okay. Well, wait, so can I put Kahlua, uh, not Kahlua, um, almond milk in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god no sure <laughs> i uh, fine i guess but no i mean i don't know you'd have to taste it because no thanks <laughs> almond milk no anyway yes sure how about that yes yes and i should go yes yes trying, you can it's trying to kill me <laughs> mm -hmm. um so the funny story about this is i don't know why i never thought of these before because i because of my love of all things coffee but i got inspired to try this drink from watching a tv show which is very sad but we i know so this is like a like a mini what you watching because it really isn't what you're watching but i was watching a tv show a couple summers ago super bored out of stuff to watch and i watched a rerun of a tv show on bravo called below deck mediterranean or below oh. deck med and apparently there's two and this is what i didn't know at the time but there's below deck and there's below deck med below mm -hmm. deck goes else other places and below deck med obviously is in the mediterranean and there yeah. is a stewardess on there named hannah from australia mm -hmm. um she started she was serving them to the guests and then when they go out to dinner you know of course it's a reality show so when they're not working they're all out getting drunk and fighting you know the usual shit yeah, on, uh, yeah. <laughs> but they would go out to dinner and she would order the whole table espresso martinis and they would drink them and, and so watching this and watching this i'm like god i want an espresso martini that sounds amazing so i had to look it up and i'm like it sounds like it's probably easy like and it is and so thus became my new love of espresso martinis which is usually my i know it sounds like a dessert cocktail mm -hmm. but yeah. i will i will get one to start my meal I don't know why, really? but it just, I mean, I'll get one at end my meal too. I'll get one in the middle of my meal. I'll have four of them. It doesn't matter. But so, uh, but my favorite bartender that makes them, because I do have to say, and now I have to ask if they don't do it. Cause I do like that touch of cream in there. Um, and if they don't, it's, it's pretty strong, but my favorite bartender from one of my favorite restaurants in the area 
makes it with the cream without even having to ask. Because when I asked him for it, he goes, girl, are you kidding me? Of course I make it like that. So shout out to Hunter, my favorite cutest little bartender from a restaurant in Sonoy called Jimmy Pomodoro's, one of my favorite restaurants down here in the area, the only one that can make good Italian food outside of Chicago. So they've nailed it. So yeah, so espresso martinis for all, drink them. And it, you know what? The coffee balances out when you get sleepy from drinking alcohol, the coffee balances it out, right? Oh, so that's kind of like, hmm, that's kind of like Red Bull and um, oh, yes. cranberry what are and they? vodka. Red, Red Bull and vodka. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like the kids drink that. I would never drink that. Oh. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't like Red Bull. Yucky. Oh? I don't like it. it tastes weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well, a kid's. I don't know. But, we but yeah, not, that, yeah. But we would not turn away a Red Bull uh, sponsor. So if you're listening, uh, <laughs> I like it, Red okay. Bull. <laughs> I love Red Bull. Red, <laughs> I love Red Bull so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? This is a perfect segue. So we're going to talk yeah. about things I love. So Jenny, what do you love besides Red Bull? <laughs> That's right. I love Red Bull. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do our infamous things I love, things I hate. And this week, it's my turn for something I love, which is not hard. But yet, you know, I love to hate on things even more. But I can't. This week, I get to do things I love. And that is, for me, coffee, which is why I did the espresso martini. I love coffee. It has been something like, I know some people, I don't, I don't understand why people wouldn't like it because it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, funny side note, Anderson Cooper just had a baby and he was talking on an interview and he had coffee for the first time. I don't know how old that man is, but because what? of having to get up. Yeah. And he said while he was in the pandemic and while he's at home, he finally tried coffee. And now he, he's like, I learned how to make coffee. And I, and he likes iced coffee. He doesn't like hot things. He said, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like, so you can learn to like coffee yeah. anytime in your life. But I've been drinking coffee. Well, it's since college on a regular basis. Now, back in the day when I was a kid, I don't know if you remember that your parents said you couldn't have coffee because it would stunt your growth. Do you remember hearing that? Yeah. That was a big thing in my family. That's a lie. I, yeah, <laughs> it is a lie. Um, so I didn't really drink coffee like the kids do now going to Starbucks when they're in high school and stuff. I didn't do that. But I, my first memories of coffee come from sitting at the breakfast table. And um, my grandma actually told me this really interesting story because my grandma only, wait, Grandma had sugar in her coffee. And my aunt, her sister, my grandma and my aunt lived together. Her sister, Mm -hmm. they lived together for a a million years. But my aunt Dorothy had sugar and cream in her coffee. Mm -hmm. And what what they said was, grandma sat closest to her dad, my great grandfather, at the breakfast table. And my aunt Dorothy sat closest to my great grandmother, her mom. And so when they would take sips of coffee, that's how they tasted the coffee. See what I'm saying? So that's why grandma drank it with only sugar and my aunt drank it with cream and sugar was because that's how they tasted it. So when I started out, um, both my parents drank black coffee. So I would take my toast and dunk it in my mom's black coffee and taste it. And so I drank black coffee forever, all through college, just solid Mm -hmm. black coffee and all. And in like the last, I'd say, I don't know, five years to 10 years is when I started throwing a little cream in it. And I, I think it's because in the evolution of like lattes and cappuccinos and all that stuff, I started tasting the cream and going, oh, that's delicious. Now, sad part is, you know, black coffee is good for you. It's good. It, mm-hmm. There's no calories. So what did I do to make it worse for me? Throw cream in it. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's like for me when I go to Dunkin' Donuts, that's what that's what I order. I order the iced coffee, but black. And you know, the the cashiers always ask, You sure you don't want to put this that or that? I'm like, No, just give me a black iced coffee. Yeah, iced coffee. Yeah, I like cool. no, I, I usually like non flavor. I'm with you. I like plain iced coffee but with some cream. But you said Dunkin' Donuts. I got introduced <laughs> I, I got introduced to an iced flavor. See that I don't like sweet. That's why I don't like vanilla or um, you know, like sweet flavors like that. I like nutty flavors. Yeah. And so Kathy Martin, if you're out there, she um I directed her in Romeo and Juliet and she was amazing, but she introduced me to skim iced coffee. So yeah. iced coffee with skim milk yeah. and and coconut flavor. Huh? And it's not it's it's real nutty and it has a it, it it just gives you like this delicious texture or not texture but like a flavor but not adding a sugar like a sugariness to it. So I love from I love coconut iced coffee from Dunkin Donuts. That was my jam. Now down here we don't have that many uh, Dunkin Donuts. I don't know. Do you have Dunkin Donuts like on every block in Orlando? Is that a thing? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, down here we don't have that, which I miss because in Chicago you could drive forty minutes and drive past at least I don't know sixteen Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I think about you're right because you know during the weeks that I'm there, you're right. Now I don't look for Dunkin' yeah. Donuts, but now that I think about it, you're right. Yeah, There's they don't stuff. exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not a lot. Yeah, so it, it bums me out because I loved. I could order an iced coffee like in my suburb and I was driving four suburbs away and I could, if I wanted to pull over and get a refill at another Dunkin' Donuts and keep what? going. <laughs> oh, I've done it. Don't think I haven't done that. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I love me some coffee. Now my favorite coffee, I'm, I'm not a coffee snob. I'll drink about anything. I'm not a fan of like Folgers and Maxwell House if I don't have to, but you know, like offices will usually have that. Uh -huh. But because of my background with New Orleans, my love of New Orleans, I do love a good chicory coffee, which is really like a cafe au lait from Cafe Du Monde uh, mm -hmm. is everything. And I love the ice cafe au laits down there. Yum. But um, I love community coffee. That's the brand that I drink for the most part. And there are some flavors. The thing, the good news about moving to the South is that more Southern stuff is sold down here. So they actually sell some basic flavors, uh, styles of community mm -hmm. coffee at the grocery store. Um, but they do have like French vanilla, which I don't like. They do have hazelnut. I love me a good hazelnut. But we kind of snobbishly, it's our one like true indulgence is we order our coffee and we have it, we have it delivered to our house because they have a praline coffee Oh. That is to die for, mm -hmm. and a salted caramel, which is my hub yeah. husband's favorite. I love the salted caramel when it's iced, but they're so good. And then they're just basic; they're regular blends and stuff are yummy. And of course, at football season, they have a New Orleans Saints flavor, which is you know the Saints jersey is black, so it's an extra dark roast. Get it? Because it's like black jersey. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So I love me some community coffee. I did have tragedy that ended. It, 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 there's a happy ending to the story. However, let me just tell you. And this was almost, I would almost have to say, I'm going to do a subcordy of this dumb bitch, but it was a this dumb ass because it was a guy. We had our coffee shipped to us and our, in our neighborhood, we live on a circle and the name of the circle is the same name as the road coming in, but I'm not going to say the name of where I live, but let's just say it's called, our circle is called Smith Jones Circle and the road coming into the circle is Smith Jones North. And there's a house on Smith Jones North that is the same number as the house in our circle. Mm -hmm. And the male people get that mixed up all the time. So we're getting their tennis shoes that we never ordered and we have to drop it off to them. We know each other. They came down and introduced themselves and said, hey, just so you know, 
you're going to get packages from us. We're going to get packages from you. It's just easy just to bring them back and forth, knock on the door, let us know that they're there. I'm like, oh, perfect. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. Which worked out for the first year until we also noticed, we never, we haven't said anything to them, but they have a New Orleans Saints flag on their house. We're like, oh, they like New Orleans too. How cool is it? That house, you know, whatever. I order my coffee. It says it arrived and it's not there. So I posted on our Facebook page. We have a neighborhood Facebook page. Hey, did anybody get this coffee delivered? It's supposed to come here. Nobody says that, nothing. So I'm like, I swear to God, I had to go to their house. It said it was delivered. We drove down to their house on the way out to go run some errands. And my husband goes up to the door and knocks on the door and the guy comes out. And my favorite was he looks at him like he's crazy. And you could tell that this guy got caught and busted. They kept that coffee. They sure were going to keep that coffee. And he picked up the phone and pretended to make a phone call on the phone. Oh that was the God. funniest thing I've ever seen. No, picked up the phone and was like, here, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, beep, you know, let me pretend no, to call and just didn't no. call. And he was like, yeah, my wife has it in her car. I'll call you right back. So we were like, okay. So we go home and not much longer after that, the guy comes to the door, Ish answers it. And he has the open box and he took, and it, there was six, there was supposed to be six packages because it was two praline, two caramel, a saints and a regular blend or something. And the car, one of the caramels was gone. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, we get, we, we order community coffee too, but we usually get like cases of the regular. So we just thought this was ours. Wait a minute. You, you order a case, which is what? Like a little bit different. So yeah, totally busted. Well, they went and ordered and just reordered the same thing. And they shipped us a second set of the coffee. In the meantime, I had called community coffee and said, we ordered our order and it didn't show up. And nobody in the neighborhood is claiming that they found it. And they sent us mm -hmm. a free set. Mm -hmm. So we ended up with, wait, I have to do math, six times three, 18 bags of coffee, which was the happiest day in my life. So there you go. So I love me some coffee. Now, Shalane, yeah. you did some you did something speaking of coffee. Let's let's talk about uh -oh. <laughs> Let's talk about when you when this. you come to <laughs> when you when you come to visit, there's a good chance that you have not brought something that you need. And it's not a big deal at all. That, you know, we, sh we share, but it'll be like weird stuff. Like, you know, you're not going to re always remember to bring band-aids or like, you know, Tylenol or something. Mm -hmm. And she had come down here to work on walking dead and she forgot a travel mug. Mm -hmm. So I gave her one of my travel mugs and it was this really cute pink travel mug with a handle. And so she had it and she took it to walking dead sure and you left it and you left it there overnight. Do you remember that? My bad. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. But you left it there overnight, and at first I was like, oh, no, I hope I get it back. But then I was like, I'm going to tell everybody that Norman Reedus drank out of that coffee mug. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, oh, yeah, now now that coffee mug, every, every you know, Andy Lincoln, <laughs> you know, drank coffee out of it. So she got the coffee mug, but you left straight from the set, and you went home that night. So you, the yeah. coffee mug went with you back Florida. Mm -hmm. so the next time we were going to see each other was on our road trip, which we have another whole episode that's going to be uh, dedicated to our road trip adventures. But we did take a road trip to Nashville to go to a Walker mm -hmm. Stalker convention where she was doing her cosmotion. motion. I was doing um, the tour company stuff. Yeah. And we, we drove in separate cars, but we stayed in the same Airbnb. And it was a super fun weekend. But you, I did not even realize you had the coffee mug with you because you were going to give it back to me, right? Yep. What, where, where is that coffee mug, Shalane? Uh, somewhere in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened was you didn't realize it until you got back home that you left it in the dish drying rack at yeah. the Airbnb 
in Nashville. But I still, I never even knew that it made it to Nashville and back. That Remember that? I Like when you told me the story, I didn't even know that. What I do know is the next time she came up to work, she has this wrapped present for me. Yep. And I was like, what did I do to deserve a present? I was like, I didn't do anything. And I open it up and it's the this really cute pink corksicle travel mug. And I'm like, oh my God, thanks. And I and you that's when you're like, oh, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's the like you know what I didn't miss that mug because the thing that's okay two-parter that makes it the happy ending again is that that mug was a pain in the ass to take in the car with you because the handle that stuck oh, yeah. out sometimes didn't fit in the in the cup holder depending mm -hmm. on where what car I was driving in yeah. so I didn't use it that often I really liked it but guess what that mug that you got me I will cut a bitch before I lose that mug no mm -hmm. one gets that mug it's what I use every day and it was yeah. the it's the mug that's in the picture the travel mug that's in the mm -hmm. picture that we posted mm -hmm. on uh, social media this week it keeps my coffee so hot for so long it is the best mug i've ever had so the happy news is i lost one i, lo I lost a mug but gained a better mug and that mm -hmm. is how you keep your friend when you lose something is butter her up before she even knows what happened and give mm -hmm. her something really cool yeah, because <laughs> that, that, mug, that mug came from texas it was a cute little we went to a barbecue and right next door was this real cute like little boutique and they had like all these little nice little I not matter of fact I bought a ring from there too but anyway I, I knew I was like I've got to tell her that I forgot her mug you know I was just I felt so guilty so then I happened to look over my shoulder I'm like oh my god they had all these cute little mugs and I wanted the swankiest one and of course I had to have gift wrap because a I can't gift wrap my all my presents look like science experiments but two you know <laughs> <laughs> they have like these really pretty you know wrapping paper and bows and yeah. stuff like that and the one thing about Jenny I will say she is really she is a girly girl she likes pink and bows and everything uh -huh. sugar and spice and all that stuff so uh -huh. you know so that's why I was like well if I give her this first she won't miss that matter of fact I should have just said you know what Andy Lincoln liked your mug so much, he asked me to give it to him, but I don't go that for it. But then you're going to want pictures, you know? So anyway, yeah. so I was just like, let me just go ahead and at least replace what I, you know, what I left. And I had a feeling you would like that one because oh, yeah, yeah. it's cute. I loved it. And and you know what? You, you just, uh, here's a lesson. Uh, I love the presentation of a gift too. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying everybody always has to do that, but if it's wrapped cute, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You could, if, I mean, you could take dog poop and put it in the cutest box with the cutest ribbons. I'd be like, it's so cute. So That's yeah, so I'm all about the wrapping. Bug so. on it. Yay, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, a little, a little side note. Um, you mentioned your aunt in the previous, you know, part of the story. What was your Yeah, aunt? my great aunt. Yeah. What, what was my great name? aunt Dorothy? That's my middle name. Is it really? It is. Oh my lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. See, once again. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Oh. All right. Well, on that note, now that we're all full of love, let's get some uh, frustrations out. It's time for <laughs> dun 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 things I hate. <sighs> Starring Shalane. So it's Shalane's turn. So go to town. Let's talk about something that you hate. Oh my God. Okay. So we'll probably gain a Red Bull sponsor, but we'll probably lose, I don't know, like a huggy sponsorship for what I'm about to say. And moms, please don't come after me. Okay. <laughs> all that I will say is what my mom used to tell me, if the shoe fits, where is all I'm going to say? What I uh -huh. 
dislike more than anything in the world is trying on new clothes. Just not new clothes, obviously they're new, but trying on clothes in a dressing room, I would much rather just buy it and go home. But because I've been blessed with some childbearing hips, that does not always work. So I have, to try, I have to try these clothes on. Now, the nice thing I will say, as far as dressing rooms, the nicest dressing rooms that I've gone to, and now mind you, these are like, reg not regular, but these are like clothing stores that, you know, regular people go. I'm not talking about like, you know, these ones that you go at, you know, that are like really, really, really fancy. Cause that's just not how my bank roll goes this, at this time. But, um, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, because I think they're the same company, they have the cutest dressing rooms. First of all, they have really nice lighting, so you always look nice. They have the grid wall on both sides, so you can hang your hangers and your purse or whatever, so it just makes for a more pleasant experience. And they have the cutest little love notes to you. Like, there's one little note with a hook that says definitely, there's one that says maybe, and then the other one that says probably tomorrow, something along those lines, but it's just so cute, you know? And so if something doesn't fit or if I don't like it, I don't feel bad about, it, you know? Now the worst dressing rooms, I'm sorry to say this, but the worst dressing rooms are located in Ross. I don't like them because the lighting is horrible. It shows every single imperfection on my body from the, from the melasma hyperpigment spots on my face to the little dimples on my ass from say like, I, hate the experience there. It makes me just want to cringe into the wall. Now, the thing that I hate, okay, about this whole experience are the kids running around in the damn dressing room. <laughs> Moms, <laughs> please curb your kids. I'm sorry if I have to put it this way, but if I put it this way, it might strike a nerve of some sort. Matter of fact, I know it will, but I can't stand when I'm in the dressing room and I'm in my most vulnerable place in the world and your son peeks underneath the door and says hi <laughs> that's, oh, not hell no. that's not the time or place or your kids run around and they're slamming they're slamming their dressing room doors all over the place because why because your kid is bored i mean unless you have absolutely nobody that can watch your kid don't take your kids to the dressing room because the dressing room attendant should not be there watching your kids that's not her job her job is to pick up all the clothes that we decide we don't want and she got to put them out you know, back on the floor. What she doesn't need to do is to come after your kids and tell them not to slam the doors or, you know, don't, you know, yell and scream and all. So it's, it's just not, it's not necessary. And it just, yeah. I hate it more than anything, the life itself. <laughs> but I tell you, how I've, I've been through it. It's like, you know, you know, and it's the ones that crawl under the thing. And you know what? Have you ever had that in a bathroom, like in a public bathroom stall? What? what the hell are you doing with that? Yeah, that yeah. that's the that's the creepiest. It's like get mm -hmm. the fuck out. Oh, I just swore. Sorry. That's get the okay. hell out of there. Mm -hmm. Like, nasty. like, come on. And and I also don't like kids that are in booths that turn around and stand up and peek at you at a restaurant. <laughs> No, see, I like them. I make faces. I know you do. You always think it's cute. And you think it's funny. I'm like, I swear to God, I'm going to smack one of them. Like, turn oh, around no. and dress down. <laughs> I don't like it. That I don't like. I'm like, stop staring at me. I don't want to play your game. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. cute. But I do like kids. But just like that, I just can't stand it when they're like standing. And I think it's because if you're looking at me, that means your dirty feet are standing on the booth seat. And you know what? Maybe that'll all change nowadays with like, yeah. uh, like everybody spraying everything mm -hmm. down. There, there's less of a chance that 
that you're, you know, but you like picture your kid walks through dog poop, walks through this, comes through that, comes in the restaurant, stands on the booth, mm-hmm. stared at you. And, but then you sit in that booth and now you've got dog poop on your butt or whatever. I don't know. And, That's and, really and, and well, and to piggyback on that too, you know, eating out is actually, I mean, I, regardless if it's McDonald's or Texas, Texas Roadhouse or whatever, it's, it's, you know, it's an occasion. So I like to go out and enjoy myself, you know, with my husband or who, you know, with you or whomever it is that I decide to eat with. It's an experience for me. I want to enjoy my meal. And I know this sounds bad, but I purposely ask the hostess to seat me somewhere where there aren't children nearby. Because I don't want, first of all, if your kid likes to play with the food, I don't want to wear their dinner because they're throwing food all over the place. I'd rather not be next to a booth where the kid's yelling and screaming. I get it, babies, babies, you know, they do that thing. But, you know, when, when they're like, I don't know, four or five, between four and seven, there seems to be a lot of like loud yelling and talking. And if I'm out in the evening, especially at an expensive restaurant, I don't want to have your kids ruining my experience. I, I yeah. you know, we pay a lot of money to go out and eat. And that's, yep. no, I agree. I, and, and to go with that is if they, if they have nowadays tablets or phones and they yeah. watch videos or play yes. games with the sound on. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So or people are just talking on the phone. I don't, you know, I don't know what it is about. I, I know everybody's really into like video chatting. Like you can see each other. I don't know why people do that, but they walk around, but they'll sit at a restaurant table with mm-hmm. the video chat on out loud, talking to, the person out loud i'm like what are you doing yeah. you're not that so, but when i was a kid <laughs> there was yeah we went through some serious trading my parents had a restaurant that they went to we, we didn't have a lot of money but once a month they did this we went out to dinner at this restaurant mm-hmm. it was a it was a it was at a country club we didn't belong to the country club it was just like once a month you could go out there for dinner it was to teach us and i'm talking like five like you said five six seven eight years old yeah. it was to teach us to sit down mm-hmm. put your hands in your lap don't throw the, I mean, like we had to sit like big kids and we were trained on it. And I just don't think people do that anymore, no, but it was don't. a process. I mean, you can always, you know, I don't know about you, but like when I get up and leave the table and we, you know, we leave, everybody does it. You know, you just happen to look at the next table, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. the ones, the tables that haven't been bussed that have kids, you can tell because it looks like a bunch of right oh, yeah. in there. There's been, there's like yeah. food everywhere. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I'll tell you what, the one thing I learned, wait, I was going to say really quick, what I learned, uh, I never misbehaved at the table my brother did. Mm-hmm. And when I say misbehave, he might like speak up, make a peep too loud, not mm-hmm. anything too bad, but he would get taken to the bathroom with my dad mm-hmm. and he would come out sniffing and teary eyed. Mm-hmm. So all I knew was do not do whatever it is that will get you a trip to the bathroom because you know it ain't good. <laughs> Sometimes I didn't even make it to the bathroom. I, I would get that that pinch on the like on, on the shoulder. That uh-huh. you, know, you get that. That was it. Because mom had that kung fu grip. That was it. <laughs> that oh shit! Drop you to your knees. That's so, right. Yeah. So I, so again, I'm not bashing on kids. I love kids. You know, I I've, I've actually had two on my own. <laughs> but it's just that, like you mentioned earlier, it just seems like parenting for some in in today's age is like you know there isn't any. You just pop a iPad or whatever, and it shuts them up, but not really. I mean, that doesn't replace. <laughs> you have to teach right. kids how to act when they go out, so we don't have this, you know, situation going on. So, anyway, that's just a yeah. little bit about things that kind of like make me growl and bite the inside of my mouth. <laughs> well, here's 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 a good transition because let's talk. Let's go from frustration for with people outside of our lives to frustration of people inside our lives because it's oh, time right. for the first <laughs> installment of Does your man do this? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> So 
I'll let me let me kick this into gear by saying we are we are talking about our spouses and we love our spouses. I've been with mine for 27 years. Actually, technically married for 27, together for 30. So it's been uh, pretty. You know, we've been together for a while. But we all we both. I know you know. Mm-hmm. We all come in and have, you know, we may have, I don't know, idiosyncrasies that, you know, bug each other, pet peeves. So, <laughs> you know, and so that's really what we're touching on. Um, so here is my first one for the, for the category. Uh, Ish gets up really early in the morning to go to work. We're going to get divorced. Now he gets up. <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. This is couples therapy. It's just <laughs> passive aggressive. They, they can listen to it and accept it for what it is and change their ways. All right. So anyway, so Ish gets up really early. Now he gets up about an hour later because he's working from home now. Mm -hmm. Um, But either way, he gets up an hour or two hours before I get up. And Mm -hmm. the reason why I get up at 730 every day, because we have two puppy dogs, one in particular, that if you move, make a move, make a noise at any time from like between 4 a.m. and 730, she'll Mm -hmm. think it's time to get up and wants to go potty and wants to have breakfast and all sorts of stuff. So I've learned that when I need to go to work, I need to get up by 7.30 and then I can get them fed, get them happy, get them potty, then go get ready and go to work. Mm-hmm. So it's just been, it's now, it's just 7.30 no matter what. Even though I'm not working, I'm getting up at 7.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was getting up at 5.30 or 6.30. Now he didn't want to make noise. So he, cause he doesn't want to wake me up. I think that's sweet. I think that's precious. I think that's lovely. So mm-hmm. he would get up and go into the master bathroom and shut the door before he turned any lights on so that the bedroom would stay dark and he would take his shower, um, get ready and off he would go. And he opens the doors very quietly and shuts the doors very quietly. Also knowing it's not just to not wake me up again. It's to not wake up Roxy Michelle, who is a troublemaker. So anyway, but what he decided to start doing in the last year is he doesn't, when he takes his clothes off to take a shower, he's usually in underwear and a t-shirt, maybe a pair of shorts, maybe socks, whatever he slept in. Um, he drops them behind the bathroom door between the back of the bathroom door and our our jacuzzi tub on the floor Mm -hmm. and the and and not in the hamper now the reason why is the hamper is in the master bedroom room there's no room for a hamper in our master bath so Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to come back through the room and make more noise so he's decided the best place to do this is behind the bathroom door here's the thing he just doesn't if he were to come home at the end of the day and pick all that stuff up and then put it in the hamper that'd be one thing Mm -hmm. but he doesn't he lets it collect Ooh. And it could collect for a week or more. And I have decided I'm not picking it up because I didn't leave it there. So this is one of those normal husband and wife, silent, stubborn arguments, I guess, where I'm like, he can leave it there if he wants to because nobody can see it. Now, if it was out in the public, I probably would acquiesce <laughs> and pick it up. But he leaves it there. And it drives me crazy because why doesn't he just come home and pick that stuff up off the floor and put it in the hamper? Nope. Five days. Collection. End of the week. Maybe maybe. He'll even do it on Saturday and then pick everything up on Sunday for laundry. So, Shalene, does your man do that? Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, he just, it doesn't even make it to a second hamper, you know. Now, I will say for the most oh. part, <laughs> no, I will say, I hope he's taking a nap. I hope he doesn't walk in here. But for the most part, Dean, Dean and I, first of all, just to back it up, Dean and I have been together for 11 years, married for 10. And mm-hmm. the thing with Dean is that he, for the most part, will you know, take his clothes off, you know, when he gets ready to go in the shower and he does put them in the hamper. But every once in a while, like before we go to bed, you know, we all migrate into the um, bedroom. I will notice that sometimes what he'll do, not sometimes, a lot of times, he'll leave his socks on the couch or on the floor, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's now it's like to the point where I just 
I've just kind of given up. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, pick your battles because it's like, I'll tell him over and over again. And it's just like, you know, whatever. Um, and then, or sometimes like I'll notice now, you know, our, my sister lives with us. So now we went from two bathrooms into one. So sometimes what I'll know is what he'll do, like whatever it is that he slept in, sometimes he'll leave it on the counter and he'll forget. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, but that sec, that second hamper thing. No, uh -uh. We, that, that would never happen <laughs> yeah but the living room is your second hamper apparently <laughs> oh yeah yeah but it's just socks thank goodness it's just socks and occasionally yeah. shoes but yeah the socks i'll you know i've actually you know requested as threatened his life whatever <laughs> you know? right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah because it's just like you know um it's i i don't i don't because when i come out for me when i come out you know the next morning I, I pretty much like to have the living room look as if no one was there. I mean, that's, that's how I am. I like things to look as if no one lived there. And Dean's just the opposite. He's, he's into comfort. He likes the house to look comfy, but comfy right. to me equates to sloppy and it drives me nuts. So, and same yeah, thing. there's like, a fine line with yeah. that. There's a like, fine line. Like for me, I don't like, I, I'm, I appreciate when, you know, when the dishes are made, but in the next morning, we, we put them away. I don't like seeing the big Jenga set, you know, that's on top of the dish rack and just, you know, no one's right. putting anything away. It's like, can we not do that? So, you know. No, he's, and that's the thing. I got to say, Ish is great. He does the dishes. If I cook, he does the dishes. Actually, if he cooks, he does the dishes because he knows I don't like to. I mean, I, I do the dishes when necessary, but he's really great about doing the dishes. Yeah. Um, there's some things that I just hate to do that he's really good. Like mm -hmm. we've had a good split, but it's just like one of those comical things that you're like, God, man, if I have to tell you one more time, stop doing that. And I'm like, Ooh. now I just don't <laughs> say it. Now they just, now it just stays there. Now it's just there. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So do you have anything specifically oh. that you could list where does your man do this? Oh, if it's yes. not the oh. hamper? Mm -mm. No. Okay. So, but wait a minute, before I do that, to piggyback on your hamper situation, uh -huh. um, the clothes, like, you, you know how like you guys, you know, you'll do the clothes and the clothes are folded up and all that stuff. The one thing that bothers me when it comes to the laundry part is the clothes, like when, when he does laundry, which I'm like, amen, because, you know, he does do the laundry, but all the clothes are folded great because that I don't like but mine are folded and just placed on one side of the bed when I do laundry everything's put away and I always ask him like you know why don't you put my clothes away he, well I don't know where they go well I know where yours go so why mm -hmm. can't you put my clothes away now it's, it's you know it's no fair so anyway but I shall take your dirty your second dirty uh, <laughs> laundry hamper, hamper and I will raise it one dirty sink with beard clippings in it. I with what? Beard clippings when he trims his beard. Oh. It drives me crazy, especially if I just cleaned the sink and I turn around and there they are. It's just like ah, they're just staring at me, and I just—it's just gross. It's like that's right up there with like clipping your toenails and leaving the toenail shavings. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. shut up. Or like when you brush your teeth. And like the little toothpaste dribble and you just leave it in the sink and then it gets hard and then yes. like that doesn't go away it you know it, it becomes a rock you know so but no the the, the beard shavings really it's just gross nasty you know and at least the, the whole manscaping thing at least that's done in the shower that i don't have to see but they're not so lucky <laughs> oh <like>. no <laughs> No. Yeah. All right. I have to say that when we, we used to have, you know, we, you know, we used to share a bathroom that only had one sink in it. 
Mm. And he would do that. This was way long time ago. I feel like I used to battle him about it long enough that he stopped doing it. And now even though we have two sinks, he doesn't do it because again, going back to the cleaning, mm. I love to clean a bathroom. I guess that's the thing I love. I do not have a problem with cleaning a bathroom. I love it. And he hates it. So that's yeah. why I told him, I'm like, if you want me to clean the bathrooms, then you're at least going to wash the whiskers down the sink because I can't yes. deal with that. It's, mm -hmm. it's a mess. So he used to do it. And he, we, that's one I've gotten over the hump on. So mm -hmm. there you go. Woohoo. But I was going to say, to go back to, I don't know where your clothes are. Okay. This is my final, does your man do this? <laughs> However, I mean, for now. Mm -hmm. I think it's hilarious that I don't know about you, but I know how I have to know where everything is. Okay. In Why? The house. Why? So, okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like I, it's a good idea that I know where everything is. I think, but we should both know where everything is. So exactly. here's an example. He can tell me to go get a Phillips head screwdriver that's three inches long or six inches or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly where to go to go get that screwdriver. Right. But like the other day I asked him if he could go upstairs because he was going up anyway. And I was like, can you grab my black sweater? Now I will give you the caveat and say, I own three black cardigan sweaters. Yes, you do. But I, <laughs> but I went on to describe it because I said, it's not the really short one. Mm -hmm. And it's, and then I said, it's not the old Navy one. It's the longer target one that has pockets on the front. So mm -hmm. I described to me. I gave him the direction. I said, it says Massimo, I think, for the brand. Mm -hmm. So he had to go in. And I, again, now I'm OCD. So I have all of my clothes, short sleeves, you know, like tank tops to short sleeves to long sleeves to sweaters, like organized in a row. And then I have all of those sections colorized from white, black, gray into the colors like the rainbow. It's from my years of being in retail. I can't help it and being at the costume shop. So he didn't, I mean, all he had to do was go to the cardigan section, to the black cardigan section and find one of the three and pull it out. Now, mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, I didn't think it was that hard. Oh, he couldn't find it. I had to go up and find it. And I'm like, I know where every one of your polo shirts are. And like, I know where your closet is. How mm -hmm. is it that you can't find my sweater? Exactly. And it just, it amazes me that like, he doesn't know where stuff is. That, I mean, it is like, I could, I, you know what though, we've gotten better because we've been cleaning and organizing things like storage. So mm -hmm. I think I could send him out to the, um, our storage shed and say, Hey, can you get me the box of Easter decorations? Or I don't know. I just made that up, but you know, like Halloween decorations and he'd be able to get that out. He knows mm -hmm. where that is. It's just my yeah. personal stuff. He has no idea where any of that is. Yeah. God forbid. Mm -hmm. Should I need like, Hey, can you get my wedding ring? Oh no. Mm -hmm. When I, cause when I take it off, I store it and he wouldn't even know where that is to yeah. find it. Well, so anyway, the thing is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, I accepted the fact that it will be me to know where everything is. It just bothers me sometimes that he'll ask me where something is and he hasn't even tried to look. It's like, I'm Surrey. Like, when did I become Surrey of the household? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I, it must be our curse. And you know what? If anybody wants to write in and tell us um, you agree or disagree with anything that we've talked about today, but especially... You know, tell us if your man does that too, so we know we're not alone. Exactly. Right. Because I know. <laughs> where 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 can they where can they do that, Shalane? <laughs> yeah. I'm well, terrible at naming that stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I I guess this is, this would be a good time to go ahead and kind of wrap this up before we both end up divorcees. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and be sure to you know write us review, like, or follow us on Old Girl Podcast. I'm going to spell that out for you. It is O H G U L P O D C A S T. Girl, you missed it again. Oh, you see, the, you missed the R. Okay. Well, no, <laughs> it's just that you know what I noticed is it's it's like I don't. 
I can't say it. It's almost like I'm singing it or I'm rapping it. So it was like O-H-G-U-R-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. It's like I have to, I have to kind of- we need, We'll have to come up with a jingle for it so that you sing along. <laughs> O-H-G-U-R-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-N-T. There you go. Gotcha. On Instagram and Oh Girl on podcast, Oh Girl podcast on Facebook. Now on Twitter, it is podcast all together, podcast girl on Twitter because some heifer took our handle. I, I, I challenge you guys for the, the ones who are listening, whether you have a podcast or not, if you give us a review, you know, and, and I'll know because I'll get a little notification in our, at our Gmail um, address, um, I will give you a shout out. We want to shout y'all out. So definitely, you know, write a review. Let us know how we're doing. You know, if you like us, let it know. And if you don't like us, I won't say keep it to yourself. I mean, we, we, there's always room. I'll say for, it. You know, <laughs> there's always room for growth. But I'm just saying, let us know. But in the meantime, I'm having a whole lot of fun. What about you, Jenny? I'm having a great time. I want to thank thank everybody for listening to us, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, come back. We've got more drinks, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might throw a little bye girl or this dumb bitch in, because as you can tell, we've got a little pent-up frustration from being locked yes. inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty excited. Next week is going to be the first of our, well, it's going to be the first part of our first two-part podcast, Mm -hmm. which I'm really excited about. So next week, we are going to start talking about music, all things music. So Mm -hmm. it is sharing stories and love of music and songs from grade school and our first idols to our high school love of music, which turns out, of course, I know it's hard to believe this, everybody, but we love the same bands. Of course we did. And and just like memories, favorite concerts. And we start, like, this is something that we talk about and reminisce on. And we just decided it's, it's, there's so much fun and and love and content that we're going to make it a two-parter so tune in next week for that part one Mm -hmm. which will be our youth Woohoo! so we'll come we'll 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 get we'll dive into some osmonds we'll dive into some jackson brothers you know that kind of stuff so um in the meantime i mean jackson Jackson five (laughs) jesus You know what, dude? I'm at the end of my martini. I listen. This is oh, all the that's right. Yeah, um, it's just ice and like melt left in the bottom. Oh, you, uh, babysit, so, you babysat that drink. Mine would have been gone a long yeah. time. Ago. <laughs> well, I was trying. You know, I was trying to be professional. So anyway, cheers, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, Shalane. Cheers. Bye.